Hello, welcome to the Design for a Living podcast with Chelsea Coriel. On this week's episode, I'm going to be talking about different avenues you can take to get training as an interior designer. The reason I wanted to talk about this week, uh, I've been getting so many questions. I've been getting people emailing me and asking me about my course and, and this isn't going to be a big shameless plug, I promise, but I did want to kind of explain what I teach and why I teach it and different avenues that you can take because my course, my training isn't for everyone. Not everyone needs it. Well, I do. I think everyone needs it, but you know what I mean? It's, um, it depends on the kind of designer that you want to be. It depends on the kind of business that you want to have. Um, and it, you know, that's one of the biggest things that I preach is it's, it's everyone is so unique that whether it's your design, your home or your school or your training, it needs to be really dictated by what you need, what you want, what you're hoping your future will be like. So, um, I wanted to kind of go through that and, and talk about, you know, my, my journey and why I teach what I teach. Um, and then I've ended up at the store, which is a whole nother, whole nother, um, chapter in my life really. And a lot of designers also reach out and say that they want to open a brick and mortar store. And so now I'm, I'm learning things that I can teach on that aspect as well. So jumping right in, um, Mostly I'm going to be talking about the course that I teach because that's the, the questions that people have been asking me. And I think there's kind of a misconception. When you look when you look at what it takes to be a successful designer, and again, you know, I consider myself an expert on this just because I've been in it for so long and, you know, lived across the country and I've worked in almost every aspect uh, as an interior designer or, or that an interior designer could do. Whether it's, um, you know, I have friends that, and, and I've had really long in-depth conversations with people that, um, one of them does the, uh, used to be Circuit Cities, and then I think she did Rite Aid, and so she was a corporate designer, and wherever they were opening a new store, she had her team, it was actually her daughter and son-in-law and her husband, and they would fly to wherever the new opening was, they would stay there for a month. And, and they would have to put the store together and it was more about rackings and, you know, the, the wall graphics and signage and layout. And so definitely an interior designer, right? And she didn't have formal training. She didn't have a design degree, but she had worked her way up and met the right people and ended up with that job. Now there was no room for creativity. She couldn't think outside the box, really. It was literally big box stores she was setting up. Uh, but she made a good living and she's been doing, gosh, she's been doing that for about 30 years. Well, tells you circuit city hasn't been around for a long time. Um, so that, that's one aspect. I have another friend, um, Tara Lawrence, who's actually going to be on my podcast. She's going to be here in a few weeks in Seattle. Finally, she's my best friend from California and a designer, brilliant, so incredibly talented. Um, she didn't want to be a designer. Her mom was a designer. She didn't want to be a designer. Uh, she went to beauty school. She did nails. She she loved fashion. And there was a point in her life where she needed a job, and she's really, really talented as a designer. And a friend introduced us because I was had a store and had a position open. And instant friends, and she was one of my best designers. 
And right now she's killing it. She she's finally gone out on her own. She's had enough people hound her for her work. And she did 31 projects last year. She worked on 31 projects. That's amazing. That's I don't know how she got it done. A lot of help. But she's the kind of designer where she doesn't really want to pick out furniture. She wants to go in to a house someone has just bought and transform it from the cookie cutter, normal, outdated shell of a home to a beautiful show place. And she does that. She, she does these amazing little architectural details and, um, you know, all the new lighting, rearranging the rooms. It's, it's everything. It's all of the decorative elements, adding beams and the flooring and, um, landscaping, adding cabanas and, uh, additions onto houses. But that's all she wants to do. She wants to pick out tile and flooring and paint colors. She doesn't want to get into the nuances of what trim goes on, you know, a sofa or window treatments. It, it drives her crazy. So I'm actually doing a lot of that for her through our store. But again, it's a different aspect of design. She doesn't have a design degree. Again, she never planned on doing this. She didn't, she was in her forties when she finally decided to start designing. So these are all just different angles, right? Paula, down and also in California, she went to FITM. She went to to one of the best design schools in the country and came to me thinking she knew everything because that's what she had learned at design school. But when she started to learn from me and the way that I teach residential design, because I don't really teach that in design school, you know, it changed her whole mindset about what a designer would be, what it could be. And, you know, she has her own design studio. She has three designers working for her. Um, also great, great, great career, but it was a different path. She went the college first route and, you know, learned what she, she learned what design school teaches you right now. Again, I don't ever want to put down education. I love education. I I'm a huge fan. I always thought I'd be a uh, professional student. So anyone that wants to go to college, go. But whether you need a design degree is a whole another story. I would rather people go to business school. I would rather, you know, they learn how to work with people, how to take care of their books, how to, you know, it's the ordering products. It's, it's the paperwork that will trip you up as a designer. That's the part that, that isn't fun. So we don't spend any time on it. We don't spend any time learning about it. And we sure as heck don't double check and triple check and that's why designers can lose a lot of money. In fact, I think Tara could have made twice as much last year if she had stayed on top of that stuff. But it's too easy to get into the design, the fun part, the creative part and say, oh, well, you know, I'm having so much fun. It's okay if they don't pay me that last pay, you know, payment. Um, it's, it's just easy to do that because what we do for the living is fun. It's creative. It's artistic. And it's almost like the money is just a second, you know, it, it, it shows up in your bank account, but, oh, that's nice. What else can I design? It's a different industry. It's a different market. It, you know, it, it's, it's not brick and mortar. It's not just service. It's a little bit of everything. So knowing all of this and working with all of these kinds of designers and seeing what was out there and seeing the people who are really successful and that they weren't the ones that had the design degree necessarily, I knew some people that had a design degree, I mean, I did, but I was, I was the rarity. I was unique, but that's also residential design. 
What I teach and what my course is focused on is what I love. And that's residential design. It's making families happy. It's working with families, getting into their house, getting to know them, getting to know their space, their lifestyle. How can I make this house run efficiently, look beautiful, something they're proud of, a place they can entertain, but also work now, teach their kids, you know, a distant learning. Um, how is it going to function? And and that's the kind of design that I like. That's not for everyone. So when I designed my course, I was designing the way that I had found um, success as a designer. The way that that I've been able to make great money over the years and it brought me joy and I learned little tricks to make it easy and fast, how to get right to the making money part where I can take my business seriously like a professional and keep track of everything and keep track of my books. But it, it took a while to learn the systems to put in play. You know, what was the easiest way to do this? What did I really need to track and what didn't I need to track? I don't need to take inventory. I wasn't keeping inventory. I didn't need to, you know, to to worry so much about that when there were times I was just collecting design fees. You know, it, it depends on your business. So in creating my course, I don't focus a lot on, you know, this is how to use uh, bookkeeping software. This is how... Um, to get your, you know, your tax ID and, and that kind of thing. I touch on, this is where you need to go to get the information. Every state, every country is different. This is what it's called in different places. These are the kinds of websites you should look into. But it's less of sitting down and saying, all right, this is how you add, um, you know, your fees. This is where you take out your taxes. This is the column it's supposed to be in. This is how you, I don't teach that because not everyone needs that. And again, every place is different and I'm teaching around the world. So it's a lot of, um, these are the skills you need as a designer. This is how you set up your business as a designer. This is how you start with establishing yourself with credibility, with reputation. This is how you get free publicity. This is how you go out and find clients. But more importantly, I'd say 70% of my courses, this is how you get the confidence to go out and find clients. I'm going to teach you why it's not something you should be stressing about. These are the places you should stress. These are the places you shouldn't stress. This is how you talk to that first client and make sure that you're clear on what you expect. You're clear that I'm going to spend an hour of my time and I'm not going to charge you, but I'm not going to give a lot of designs away, but I will be there to make sure that this project is going to be something we want to work on together, that it's feasible, that your your budget is realistic. Um, I'm going to build trust with you. I'm going to connect with you. I'm going to see what you really need. And I'm going to walk through what that process, that project might look like with you. The kind of things that I teach are, are more of the personal things, the things that you can't learn from a textbook. You can't teach it in a class when you're just reading. You have to express that you have to hear, you know, the inflection in my voice. You have to hear how I have those, those conversations with clients when it's time to talk like this. And when it's time to like, oh my gosh, you'd be so excited about this new pro. You know, you have to hear it. it. It's, it's life lessons mixed in with, you need to have your website. These are the things that will 
get you the most traffic on your website. These are the keywords you need to put in. This is how to put in some keywords and where you should be focusing. Again, everyone builds their website on a different platform. So even that changes, but I, I'll, I'll teach you the basics, right? You need to have your, your headers have keywords in them. You need to have the first sentence in some of the paragraphs have your keywords, things like that, so that you can then adapt it to your own tools. Again, what to say when they call, mainly it's because I don't want people to take advantage of you. I don't want people to, to take your time and you've gotten excited. Oh, a new client, this project looks great. This house is fantastic. I can't wait to design this house. And you walk through and you give them all your ideas and you never hear from them again because they took your ideas and they went to restoration hardware. I teach you more of, of that, the, sort of the soul of a design business, how to protect yourself and your clients and how to build your clientele, how to build that reputation and that relationship with your clients. So I get, I guess I get a little, when I get, I get uh, emails and questions, which are, I love getting emails and comments. Um, I get these questions about, I need to know what exact software to use. What do you use? Should I use SketchUp? Should I use this? Should I use, and, and it's hard for me to answer because everyone's attention span is different. Everyone's knowledge base is different. So I do my best to teach you. These are the things you need to know. These are these are programs that I've learned do a great job. These are ones I've tried and they worked for me, but this one didn't work for me because I don't have the focus. I, I've tried to learn SketchUp and I could, if I sat there and put, you know, weeks and weeks into it to really perfect it, because when it comes down to drawing, you need to do it fast. It's faster for me to hand draw. I don't have to <laughs> even have a computer there. It's a piece of paper and a pencil. So again, it depends on what you need. And, and also what type of designer. Now I want to be really clear because like I said, I love education. I think everyone should go to college. I think everyone should continually educate themselves. Whether that means a four-year design degree is completely different. But if your dream, you know, it starts with what you want. Remember everyone's different in what you want, what your goals are, what your future dream is. If you want to work on big projects. You want to work on a mall or an airport or a hotel. If you want to work uh, with a builder and you're doing entire neighborhoods uh, and helping to create, you know, the, the track homes, you're, you're helping to create the five models they're going to sell and, and build. That's different. That's a very technical designer. With that kind of design, you do need to go to college. You do need to have a de design degree from an accredited school, knowing that they're teaching you the right building codes, that they're teaching you, you know, how to look up building codes, where to find that information, that you're learning more about uh, flammability, textile chemistry. You're learning about, uh, you know, signage that you need. Where do you have to have an emergency door? Where do you have to have an emergency exit sign? How many exits do you have to have? Can you spin a gurney in a hallway? These are things that are very technical, and absolutely 100%. If you want to be that designer, you can't wing that stuff. You, you can't just Google your way into a formal commercial interior design position. If that's the kind of designer you want to be, then by all means, you need to get your design degree. On the flip side, the people that come to me and find success with my course, it's people who are 
you know, they have the design talent. They love putting rooms together and they love, you know, putting together a vignette and rearranging a room and helping their parents and their house is always beautiful, but they don't have the confidence to go out. They don't know, what do I say to a client? How do I prevent, you know, making mistakes? How do I make sure it's going to fit? What if they don't like it? What if they can't sit on it? How do I order something from a catalog? How do I how do I put together a presentation so that the client understands what it is that I'm trying to design for them? How should I charge for my services? What different kinds of services could I offer? And those are the kinds of things that I teach, right? Those are the kinds of things that the more, uh, again, the soul of it, it's how to relate to your clients, things to look out for how to organize your business so that they are in systems, so that it flows easily. That's how I've prevented things slipping through the cracks. If my paperwork has a, a, a flow that it goes through, it gets moved from this folder to this folder to this folder, depending on when it's ordered, when it's acknowledged, when it's received, so that I know everything's flowing correctly. That's important to me as a residential designer, multiple projects, and you've got a lot of little nitnoid things you have to worry about. And half of those things have just been said in a conversation. You're walking through the house. Yeah, I'm not really sure if I really like this. I mean, you got to know to take notes. Don't lose that. Make sure that you remember it when you're ordering things. That's the kind of stuff that I teach. Those are the kind of, of my ideal clients, people that they just, they know they have it. They just need the guidelines. They just, you know, tell me what to do and I'll do it. Give me a map. Give me a layout. Tell me how I can start my business and, and grow. I, I, I want to teach someone that has never been to design school, that might live you know, in another country, an area that doesn't have a big design center, that doesn't have um, access to all the resources that we do. But how do you take what you have in that little town you live in or that, that country or that area? How do you find the products that you can still be a designer. You might not be able to get some of the big name brands, but I can teach you how to create a design business, how to make people's lives happy, how to get to express yourself and be creative and make money doing that. So you have a career. That's, that's what I dream of doing is spreading that, that knowledge to people. You can do this. If you love design and you have the skill to put together a beautiful room that other people want in their home, I want you to go for it and jump in. But understand, you need to know what you're jumping into. Don't expect to take my course and then, you know, go and design an airport. <laughs> it's not going to work. There is an avenue for you. And if you have questions, just email me, ask, um, you know, I can, I can help you decide maybe what kind of school to go to, but it really does start with knowing what you want to do. What does it look like to be a designer? It's, it really is a broad term. Um, interior designers can be anything from, yeah, just paint, choosing paint colors. Um, I, Amy, Amy Baines, I love you. She's going to be helping me with my course, which I'm so, so I know she's been offering to help for years and, um, I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it now. No, I need help. I'm getting spread too thin and we're so busy. So Amy, um, she's been, she took, you know, to heart that I say, you know, choose a niche. If you, if you have a passion for something, she loves animals. She would love to design, um, you know, 
mudrooms and things with the with the walk-in tub for the dog, you know, a, a focus on houses that are totally pet friendly and kind of fun. Um, she'd also really want to work with strong business women. We talk about, you know, interiors for bachelors, but what about for women? And I love that. She's getting really clear as to the kind of people she wants to work with, the kind of business she wants to have, how many hours she wants to work, the kind of money that she wants to make. And, you know, looking in her area, where can she get her resources? What is a team she can put together? But she started from the beginning. That's what I mean. We're, we're learning how to build the foundation and that structure for the business that you want. I don't want people to think that they're just going to jump in and they're going to learn every technical detail. I teach a lot of technical details. There are a lot of things that, you know, it does take just experience in the design world. Um, you know, how far should your coffee table be from the front of a sofa? How much walkway do you need behind a dining chair? How much walkway should there be in front of a refrigerator and a stove? You know, is, is the, is the uh, working triangle in a kitchen a real thing? No, it's not a real thing, in my opinion. But... But those are the kinds of things that that I can teach. These are the real life things you need to know. If you wanted to go help someone tomorrow that said, I could really use your help with my house. Can you, I just know, don't even know where to start. Can you just come help? Uh, that's what I teach is how you can go in and you can absolutely help them build a package, build the design, present the design, how to order things, how to take a deposit or not take a deposit. When do you buy certain things? When do you get a professional to come in? When do you need a contractor to, that, that is bonded and licensed or an architect? Those are the kinds of things so that if you're going to go out and start your own business right now, grassroots, you know how to do that and that you know what you need to know now, what you need to know after you get your client, what you need to know three months from now, six months from now, and so on. It isn't a, a typical school. You finish in two years and then they just let you out the door and you figure it out. Mine is the opposite. And that's what some people need. It's not for everyone, but I found so many great designers, so many people like Amy and um, just, I, I'm, I'm so honored and blessed that um, I have helped people start a business they didn't believe they could. They didn't believe they had it in them or that they were allowed to. Yes, in Florida, you technically, this is another email that I'm answering. Yes, you are supposed to in Florida have a design degree from an accredited school before you can advertise yourself as an interior designer. Does that mean you can't ever be a designer if you live in Florida and you can't afford or don't have the time to go to you know a full university? No. It just means that you need to change how you advertise yourself. You can be an interior design professional. You could be an interior decorator. You could be an interior stylist. You just, because of the law, you can't call yourself an interior designer, but that doesn't mean you can't design. That doesn't mean you can't help people. That doesn't mean you can't create beauty. So those are the kinds of things, the fear, reach out to me if you have a question um, and, and I'll help you see through and, and figure out what that is. After all of my years and all the families that I've helped and the places I've lived and the, the businesses that I've started, and now I've got this huge <laughs> brick and mortar store, uh, seven designers. I always try to keep you guys updated about what's going on in the store. Um, and I want you to get to know them because they're all such characters, but we're half out with COVID right now. Three of our designers are out with COVID. Um, one is watching a sick child that's got COVID. Yesterday, 
we were pretty upset with a new contractor because he was supposed to be at this job at 1230. It was the first time we were using him. We were really excited and we built him up to the client and he was a no-show. Someone didn't check the messages yesterday morning. He's home with sick kids with COVID. So we're seeing the shifts again in our industry. Um, it just depends on where you live and our world's kind of crazy right now. Uh, we've spent the last week rearranging the entire floor and organizing our downstairs basement, you know, staying busy, keep working in the industry, but it's tough. Um, the nice thing though is clients haven't stopped wanting design just today. I need to call and close three sales over the phone, collect money. We've got two deliveries that we have to schedule. Um, someone else called just yesterday and said, Oh, remember that custom table I wanted? I've decided I'm going to pull the trigger. I'm ready to go. So people still want designers. We're just going to have to adapt and figure out what that is, how we can work with them. More Zoom calls. Um, you know, that needs to be another one of my uh, blog, my my podcasts. Uh, maybe I'll do that next week. Because I've I've we've gotten really creative. And there are reasons that you shouldn't just be emailing your clients you know, pictures of things. Do you like this? Do you like that? Ugh, kills me. So I'll go over that next week. We'll talk about how you can kind of get around, you know, the, the COVID obstacles by using technology that we have and some different tips and tricks and, and why you need to keep interacting with your clients, even though you can't see them face to face. It's too important. It's too personal of an industry. You've got to be able to talk to them, look them in the eye somehow and, and watch for those flinches or they need to hear your sincerity, all that kind of stuff. So I am posting some funny videos that we've done in the store this week. Um, you know, the designers are crazy, but keep your prayers out for Karen, who's really sick. Jill, I hope is coming back tomorrow. Stephanie is still out with COVID. And then Suzanne's daughter. Uh, we're all wishing them well, get better quick. And hopefully we'll all get through this eventually. <laughs> Hang in there, guys, and keep sending me your questions. Happy designing. Punch it in so I can show people how to fix it. Yeah, dude, get comfy and shit. Like, that's what I do on a sofa. <laughs> okay, Whee! well, that doesn't seem flat to me. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> so. <laughs> and, uh, Men at work. Look at these guys working hard. So oh, cute. Yeah. Is this French country, David? What French, is this? What is this? French, like the French fry. <laughs> like the French fry. <laughs> Muscles. <laughs> nice Ralph Lauren underwear. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Design for a Living with Chelsea Coriel. Our episodes will be dropping on Sunday, so stay tuned. We are on Google Podcasts and Spotify, so stay tuned for that and follow along. Thanks so much for being with us. Find us online at designforaliving.com. Visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and House at Design for a Living. If you'd like to submit a question or request a topic, email us at chelsea at designforaliving.com. That's C-H-E-L-S-E-A at designforaliving.com.